Hello, everyone, and welcome back to In God We Trust podcast. In this podcast, we read a chapter of the Bible every weekday. God says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Matthew 4.4 God is telling us we need His word to live and grow. With this podcast, you will be able to hear the word of God spoken to you while doing your daily tasks. I won't just read like a robot. I'll break down the chapters for you and talk about how we can apply God's word into our lives. With that, let's get right into it. Okay, so today's Bible reading is going to be from Matthew chapter 25, and it is actually very, very interesting because there's two sides, well, two point of views that you can look at here, uh, but I'll talk about both of them, and I'll say what I think I agree with. Okay, so the first book in Matthew chapter 25 is the parable of the ten virgins, and in this book here, he just got done talking about how no one will know the hour or the time, and this was talking about when he comes back to judge us, and then he said, at that time the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps to meet the bridegroom. So, ten virgins all took lamps to go meet a bridegroom. Five of them were wise and brought extra oil for their lamps. Five of them were foolish and did not bring the extra oil. So when the bridegroom came, the the five that didn't bring the extra oil were like, give me some of your oil. And then the people were like, no, we won't have enough for our own. And then they ran off to the store to buy some. And then when the bridegroom came back, uh, they already were in the wedding banquet, so they were not able to go with. So, uh, yeah, that is what this story is about. Um, I'll read it to you guys now and try to imagine that the entire time. Okay, here we go. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps, but did not take any oil with them. The wise, however, took oil and jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, Here's the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, they replied. There may not be enough for both of us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went out with him into the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the others also came. Sir, sir, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, I tell you the truth, I do not know you. Therefore keep watch, because you do not know the day or the hour. Okay, so in this first part of this chapter, uh, it is of the ten virgins, and five of them were wise, five were foolish, and the wise brought extra oil, so then they could uh, have their lamps 
so they could be prepared for their lamps. And the five were foolish, and they asked for the oil from the others. And they said, no, we will not have enough. Go to the store and get your own. So they went off to the store. Uh, while they were gone, the bridegroom came, took the five virgins, went into the wedding banquet, and they were chilling. And then when the five came back with the oil, they were like, let us in. And then he said this, very good verse here for you. Therefore, oh, sorry. But he replied, I tell you the truth. I do not know you. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour. Okay. So hearing this parable at first, I had no clue what was going on. And so I looked it up and Jesus is the bridegroom here and we are the 10 virgins. So, what that means is, we should be ready for him at all times. Like these girls were ready for the bridegroom here in this story. So the five that were wise, they're prepared for when Jesus would come. And that needs to be like us for when Jesus comes. We need to be prepared at all times. Because we do not know the day or the hour. So we should not be foolish and not be prepared so we all need to be be conscious of what we are doing at all times and be aware and always always think of God because we do not want to be caught lacking because that would be not good because then God would say I do not know you so let's be prepared everyone okay the next one is is a very, the one that I was talking about that I like. It's a very, there's two sides to it to think about. It is the parable of the ten talents. Sorry, not ten talents. The parable of the talents. And in this story, there is uh, some wealthy man. And he says to his servants, I'm going to put you in charge and you should multiply the talents when I'm gone. So he gives the first man five talents. And he gives the second man two talents. And the third man, he gives one talent. Each of them, they are given enough talents for them to be able to take care of. So, uh, while the master is gone, the first man goes out and he doubles the talents. The second man goes out and doubles the talents as well. So, they had five and the other one had two. So the first one got five more, the second one got two more. The third man, he was afraid and he did not know how to please the man. So he just went and dug a hole and put the talent in there. The boss came back and he was very pleased with the first two men. But the third man, he said something very interesting to him and we will get into that. So try to imagine that while we are reading. And if you're wondering what a talent is, it is like a big chunk of gold, like in Bugs Bunny, in the Fort Knox uh, episode, well, movie, uh, they had those big blocks of gold. So, yeah, just imagine that. Okay, here we go. Again, it will be like a man going on a journey, who calls his servants and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents of money, to another two talents, and to another one talent, each according to his ability. 
Then he went on his journey. The man who had received five talents went at once and put his money to work and gained five more. So also the one who had two talents gained two more. But the man who had received one talent went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with him. The man who had received the five talents brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five talents. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The man with the two talents also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two talents. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who had received one talent came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your talent in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scat scattered seed. Well then, you should have put my money on a deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. Take the talent from him and give it to the other who has ten talents, for everyone who has will be given more, and he will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken from him, and throw that worthless servant outside, into the darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Okay. So that is the Ten Talents. Very interesting story here. Uh, so a wealthy man gathered his servants, put them in charge of his wealth, and managed it to grow. Well, he wanted them to manage it and grow. So the first one had five. He went out right away and produced five more. And the second man did the exact same thing, went out and produced five more. And the last servant he only had one and he was afraid to take the risk and to have it grow so the servant came back and said to him uh, good job to the first two and then the third said uh, you are a hard man to please so I dug a hole and put the money in there the servant said I put you in charge and of as much as you could handle and then uh, he said you could have at least put it in the bank to earn interest. So, I did not know what these talents were, so I had to look them up. And back in the day, they were a big block of gold. But Jesus was not speaking on the gold here. He was speaking on the talents representing our faith. And without us taking our talents and uh, putting them to work, 
it will not grow and multiply. So the first two, they took their faith and they put it into work and it paid off. So we need to use God's, God's teachings and put them to work just like the two men in this story. And it worked out good for them. They multiplied. They doubled their, their value. So the last one, he did not put his faith into work. And he was lazy. And when the, the servant, sorry, the master came back, he said, here is your talent back. So that is like if we had faith and we did not put it into work when we needed to, then God comes back and we are like, here, here's your faith back. I was just saving it for you. I just, I just didn't know what to do. So he said, throw this servant out where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So that is, that is how I'm going to take this, uh, take this verse, sorry, little book in, because there was two different things talking about how it could be just the gold, and, but I, I definitely think it's uh, more of the other side of things, how the talents represent our faith. So that's how I see this chapter here, and that's, uh, it's very interesting to think about, so I hope that you guys thought that was interesting too. Okay, now we'll be reading on the sheep and the goats. So, let's get right into it. So, in this uh, little book here, in this chapter, Jesus is speaking on the times that, well, he's speaking to people about the times that they fed Jesus and they took care of him and how they clothed him and gave him food. And then they were like, when did we ever see you? And then he's speaking on the poor people. And then he says to another group of people, But for you that did not clothe me, or did not feed me, or take care of me, you are going away. So, uh, it will make more sense once I read it and then break it down. So, here we go. When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, he will sit on his throne in heavenly glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate the people, one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on the right, and the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on the right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes or clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go visit you? The king replied, I tell you the truth. Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, 
you did for me. Then he will say to those on the left, Depart from me, you who are cursed, into eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. For I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not invite me in. I needed clothes, and you did not clothe me. I was sick, and in prison, and you did not look after me. They will also answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or needing clothes, or sick, or in prison, and did not help you? He will reply, I tell you the truth, whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do for me. Then they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. Okay, so this chapter is very, sorry, this book in this chapter is very simple, and it is Jesus talking to a group of people, and on his right he has the goats, uh, well, I guess it doesn't really matter, the goats on the left and the sheep on the right, and to the people on the right he said, thank you for clothing me and feeding me and taking care of me, um, and they were like, what are you talking about? And he was speaking on the least of these. And he is speaking of like poor people around us right now. And how uh, those people took care of them and fed them and everything. And then he is speaking on the people on the left. How they did not take care of them. That was God, basically. And he said, you did not take care of them. So you did not take care of me. And they were like, when did we ever see you? And then he said, it was when you saw the least of these, and that is the homeless people. So um, we need to be taking care of other people because God is telling us right there that whenever we take care of one of them, it's like we're taking care of him because God has compassion for them. So when I think of this, I think of, the Catholic Church and how they they pushed people to um, do works and help people out and uh, that is one thing where I can kind of agree with now but that is I still don't think that is the soul the the main way that we can get to heaven because we are saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ so that is only that is strictly on uh how we cannot work our way, but God is saying right now to us that we need to take care of people like that. So I guess the two tie together. Um, so that's one thing I agree with him on. But uh, Catholics and Lutherans are very close. That's um, just something to think about there. So uh, I guess... We'll just end on the day. Something to take away is that we need to look out for people like that because God is God is watching us when we just look at those people and drive on by and don't give them a few dollars. Like we we would have so much compared to what they have, but we still are are greedy. So we need to be taking care of those people and looking out for them. And, um, yeah, 
that's just I'll just end on that okay well thank you guys for listening I really appreciate it I hope you guys have a great day and goodbye ciao